Hi there, folks. Um, Paranormom here. It's Whiskey and Weird, Season 2, Episode 10. Um, have we been here before? We're going to be talking past lives. Um, I'm happy you're here, whether you're watching live tonight on Facebook or live on um, YouTube or watching the replay or listening on your favorite podcast app. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening. And um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. If you ever want to just chime in on one of my social media pages, I'm on Facebook, of course, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And um, yeah, I'd love to know. Um, I'd love to know about you. I'd love to know what you think of, of what I'm doing. Um, the good, the bad and the ugly. And uh, yeah, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful if you're if you're showing up. Um, so as I said, tonight we're going to be talking about um, past lives. And if you're watching me, I'm still getting so used to this new setup because my glasses, I've switched over from looking at my computer to looking at this. And I really hate not having anything real to look at. So it's really hard for me. I'm also playing around with this light. So if anyone's chiming in um, at any point, anyone's chiming in, and can see that. I tried to test it to see if you could see um, too much in my glasses from this, but because it just kind of, anyway, the logistics of this shit is driving me nuts, to be perfectly honest. Um, so anyway, here I am. It's Wednesday, I think, what, April 28th or something like that, and um, yeah, I'm going to try to uh, stay focused on this thing. Um, see if I can do that. I'm not sure if I can. Um, I got Clarence, my mascot here, staring at me. But if I look at him, then I'm not really looking at you. God, why does this have to be so difficult? Um, anyway, thanks for being here. Tonight I am going to be trying some monkey shoulder. Some monkey shoulder. It's original. It's a blended malt. Scotch whiskey. Um, here we go. It's right there. And um, it is um, it is, let's see, batch 27. It's the original. So it is taken from some Speyside single malt scotches that are then married together for this one. Um, the whole monkey shoulder name actually comes from when men used to actually um, turn the barley with shovels, um, that sometimes they would end up with this thing, with this kind of injured shoulder that hung down kind of like a monkey. And that's what they called it, monkey shoulder. Apparently it's not something that is diagnosed anymore, most likely because people don't tend to turn the barley with the, um, with the shovels. But, um, but yeah, so they kind of honored the hard work of those, those men in the early years, um, uh, by, by night, by naming it that. So I'm going to try this tonight and, um, I am going to, hopefully this is working. I'm, I'm just kind of surprised that, uh, there's nobody here yet, but I'm not sure I would ever know without getting on my phone and figuring that out. I'm going to take, smell this from the bottle. Mm. It's it's very pleasant. It's got a pleasant smell to it. Sweet. Mm. It's kind of warm. It's a warm smell. And let's see, it is um Maybe like clovey, cloves, oranges, almost like it smells a little bit like fall, if that makes sense. It smells a little like fall, at least from the bottle. Let's see what it smells like over here. Um, let's see here. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to make sure this is all working because I know StreamYard was having issues a couple days ago. 
And it could just be that nobody's going to chime in tonight, and that's totally cool. Um, except that it's a little boring for me when there's nobody to talk to. Um, oh, there's somebody. That's good. Okay. Just checking. Because if, if I wasn't actually live and showing up, I wouldn't know it. So um, if you're here, say hi. Let me know what you're, what you're drinking. I'm actually trying this... Um, monkey shoulder. You'll probably have to go back and listen later <laughs> to uh, to hear about what it is because I'm not going to repeat it because I don't feel like it. So there. Um, let's see. Yep. I'm getting a little bit of, getting a little bit of that fall. That fall smell. I don't know why. Like, I'm I'm like picturing like you know when you put when you mold something and you put like the cloves you stick the cloves into the oranges and throw it in. Um, hey weirdo, hi Dean, happy to have you. Thanks for chiming in. I'm trying some monkey shoulder tonight. Um, I'm getting a little fall vibe off of this, so we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens when I taste it. Here we go. Hmm. Hmm. That's nice. It's very warm. It's not too, um, it was a little bit of a burn, but it actually goes down pretty smoothly. It is, um, I definitely get that citrus. So, there's a, like I said, there's a fall vibe to this. Um, let's see what it says on here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spiced, spiced oak. That's why, right? Spicy hints, zesty orange. Well, there we go. I, I was totally picturing, as I said, it was picturing like, you know, when you stick a bunch of cloves, cloves in the orange slices to mold cider or wine. That's what I was just envisioning as I smelt this. Um, 92 proof, so we'll see what happens, right, <laughs> while I'm drinking it. Um, Dina, I'm glad you're here because, of course, um, you were you recommended this past lives. You talked about regression, um, so I hope you'll chime in and ask questions and share your thoughts on this subject. Um, before I get into this, though, I do want to share, um, everyone who listens later, and I'll share this again at the end. I'm probably going to take, I think I'm going to take a week off next week and then gear up for another short season. Um, and I, I think what I want to do is I want to do like eight weeks of something I want to call everyday weirdos. And I want to invite people on to be with me on here and just chat. Like what makes you weird? What, what, um, we could talk about anything. Like, I don't know, I can come up with questions. Um, and so if that's something that you think you would love to do and you can taste whiskey with me or not, um, or we can taste something that you like to drink. That's cool. It doesn't have to be whiskey. Um, but I'd love to get some people on here, um, in May and June with me just to kind of add a little something extra. So that's something you're interested in. Um, chime in. You can chime in in the comments or you can reach out to me directly, whatever. Um, and I, I want to do that. I think it'll be fun. It'll probably end up being only um, eight episodes as um, that will bring us to the end of June. And um, come July, I'm not really sure where I'm going to be. So um, uh, I just, uh, yeah. So let me know. If you guys are listening, please say hi. Let me know what you're drinking if you're drinking something tonight. I'm really excited because I have um, I have uh, the weekend off. You know, those who know me know I have right now a variety of jobs. And um, and it's great. I, I really love all of my little jobs. But um, what happens a lot is I don't ever get like full day off and certainly not a whole weekend. So this weekend I just happen to not get scheduled um, for the jobs that I usually get scheduled for, um, for the weekend. So I'm really, um, I'm really excited about that. So basically this is kind of like my Friday night. So we'll see what happens. 
hey Lisa, sorry you can't stay. Let's catch up soon, okay? Um, so anyway, how's everybody doing? It has the has the moon the moon the super moon affected anyone? I feel like maybe it's affecting me, or maybe I just want to use that as an excuse for how all over the place I've felt the last couple of days, um, like just really all over the place. Um, I, uh, yeah, I just have these moments of like weird emotional, I don't know, emotional weirdness. Um, and then, yeah, yesterday I was at the park with this little girl that I watch and I totally slipped on a wood chip and I hyper extended my left knee, like painfully actually. And then I ended up falling because it hurt so much and I lost my balance falling on my right side of my body. So I have that to deal with and it's kind of just pissing me off. I don't like, I don't like to be hurting. It pisses me off. It makes me feel, feel weak, which I know is stupid and irrational, but it does. Um, let's see, Dean, Dean has a weird trivia fact about himself. Are you auditioning to be on the show? Weird trivia fact about me. I know most every celebrity famous person's Zodiac sign. For real? See? That's that you're you're on. You're coming on the show, Dean. Whether you wanted that to be your audition or not, it was. Uh hi Tracy. Oh, Tracy, if you've been awake for 20 hours, I am like honored that you even stopped to um to say hi to me. Um, you should probably go to sleep, <laughs> but hi, love you. Uh, that's amazing. So, um, yeah, you guys are great. So you guys, um, past lives, past lives and regression. Um, Dean suggested this and I thought it was a great, great idea. So I've actually never had a regression. I'd very much like to do it. Um, more so just kind of for affirmation or just to get some, to see, just to see if, if some of the thoughts that I've had, but I, I'll go back to, um, to when I was, when I was a kid, um, and, and I can remember, and I've mentioned on here a few times that I did some weird stuff as a kid that, you know, you kind of just don't realize that it's maybe weird, um, but I can remember sitting in front of a mirror and basically scrying. I didn't realize that's what I was doing until, you know, I was much older. But I would just stare and stare and stare into this mirror until, you know, kind of focus went out. And I would always see, I would always see this um, man. It was a man, like I my, my face would change. And I would see this man and he had kind of like dark curly hair. Um, I might have mentioned this before too. Um, he had dark curly hair and a kind of a big, big, thick mustache. And even still today, it happens when I'm, when I'm doing that, that's the first, first, um, face that comes up for me. It's really bizarre. And, um, so I, 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 you know, I've kind of had, once I started realizing that this was something that was happening and kind of a typical thing, I, um, I started to wonder if maybe it was like someone I was before, someone that I would have seen had I looked into a mirror, right? Um, and interestingly, you know, as I said, I've never done a regression, but um, just working with um, different Reiki mentors and psychics and things, um, I have kind of learned that I was most likely a man in my last life. And that makes sense to me because I actually do have a lot of, of male energy. You know, we're all, we're all some some of both. I mean, the whole idea is to try to, to balance, um, the, the feminine and the masculine. And, um, and I'm working on that, but I do have like a lot of masculine energy and, um, and uh, that can be often because of who you were in the past life. Um, but I did also, what's really crazy about that is I had a dream. It's been sometime in the last like six months where I saw this man I, I, it was like just looking into his, his life, um, my life, maybe, I don't know. And he, it was just, I saw this man who kind of lived, um, out in the middle of nowhere, like pioneer ish, you know, it was, you know, undeveloped land, 
Um, he had a small kind of rustic cabin place. He had a wife and he had a child. I believe it was a little boy, although I can't 100%. And I remember just seeing him packing up um, like a, um, like a, you know, a wagon. He was going somewhere. Like he had to leave every once in a while and leave his wife and child to travel probably into the town or something like that. Um, but it was really bizarre because I woke up thinking, oh my gosh, I think I just saw something that was part of a past life for me. I'm not 100% sure about that, but um, it was pretty remarkable. Um, you guys chime in at any time if you have had experiences with this, especially if you've ever done a, a regression. Um, I would really love to do that. So past lives, 100%, I believe that we have not just been here once. I think we've all been here before. Um, and, you know, I, I think that that's, that's how we, it's part of us getting to, to, to like fully ascending, like, um, just learning all the lessons we're meant to learn that every time we come back, there's something different that we're meant to be learning. And probably sometimes we don't learn it. Um, but other times we do, and we're able to, um, take time, um, and, and move into those. So I def, I definitely believe that we don't just come here one time and then we go to heaven or hell or something. Um, and sometimes, you know, having been raised in the Catholic faith, sometimes I think about our lives essentially as being purgatory. Like we're just going to stay in this loop until we've really done everything that we're meant to do that we, that we set out to do. And I don't think that necessarily what we are doing is by order of anyone else. I think that we create our own soul contracts and we decide what we want to learn. And I, and I think that eventually, you know, there might be some collection of things that everybody's working for, but I, you know, I don't think there's necessarily like a, a puppeteer per se. I think that we all kind of decide this together. Um, I also believe that um, we we travel with the same people, similar people. So um, you kind of have, you know, there's lots of different ways people think about these things in terms of galactic families and, you know, like people who are kind of in your soul system, basically. Um, and sometimes they're going to be really important parts of your lives. And other times um, it might just be somebody you come across randomly that you don't ever really have a relationship with but you feel something when you're near them and you don't really understand what that was all about um chime in if you've ever had something like that happen um yes soul groups all there's lots of different ways that you can call these right um but i think that you do meet up with the same people um i think in terms of things like soul mates i think that we probably have more than one that that kind of match that like maybe our soul there's a group of us in the soul group that are that to each other um and any of any one of those particular souls can ignite you know what we what we feel like is um you know what we've come to believe in our human experience as being like a, a soulmate um but it can be it can be there can be multiple people multiple souls i think that fit that um but that's just my opinion again um Let's see. Tracy says, since I was a teen, I always have visions of specific calico bustle style dresses and cooking on a pot belly stove, washing clothes on the washboard. That's awesome. There's probably something. Um, yeah. New Mexico specific. That's that's really cool. Um, there's probably something to that. Have you ever meditated on that? Like try to, to gather more information. That's what I would do um, is try to find a little more information about that. Um have you ever, like, here's another question. Have you ever been watching, like, a movie? I'm trying to think of one that's, you know, has some specific historical setting. And you just have this overwhelming feeling of familiarity. <laughs> like, almost to the point of crying. Like, watching it and you get really emotional because something about it feels very familiar to you. Um, that's happened a couple times to me. And, um... I like, you know, there's a couple different things like I do like this idea of living during pioneer days has definitely always resonated with me. Um, and apparently I was a man. Um, but I, you know, I think 
you know, anyway, we go back really, really, really far, I think, um, forever and ever. Now, um, I think when we're talking about this too, is we can talk about like, um, people who are coming back. Like you ever watch those shows about little kids who know, who, who essentially tell you, I used to be this person before, or I used to have, you're, you're not, I have another mommy too, or I had another mommy, or you're, you're not my first family or, you know, and, um, there's a show where the, the guy actually, he's very skeptical, but he goes and he researches all of the things that these children are coming up with and actually, um, you know, tries to find out how accurate. And, uh, many of the ones that I watched, it was pretty crazy how spot on, how much information, um, these kids knew that was right. And they would go back to their old house, some of them, and they would cry. These four and five-year-olds would just kind of lose it. Um, and you know, be sad about missing their old families. They would, um, remember how they died, um, all sorts of, of things. Um, so, there, there's something, something happens, right? I don't, I don't think that that's, um, just a coincidence. I don't think, I don't think kids can make that stuff up and they certainly couldn't be as accurate as they are. Um, curious, what do you guys think about that? Anybody seen those shows? What do you think about these kids showing up? And what do you think about why, why is it that some people remember like, and I, you know, I think, I think it is a choice they make because there's something there must be some lesson that can be learned from having to experience kind of ex- being in, in both of those places. Um, and or maybe it goes into that whole um, multidimensional notion. Like when we get into this conversation, we could consider the fact that maybe it's not past lives. It's simultaneous lives, right? Things, parts of our soul that are experiencing different um, timelines um, different lifetimes all at the same time, because that's what a lot of people believe happens. Um, so I don't know. What are you guys thinking about about that? Oh, hi, Sean. Um, Sean, Sean says, let's see, my sister up until eight would tell these in-depth stories about being an Indian princess. They were so specific, it was eerie. As she got older, she forgot this and to this day does not even remember. So I think that is actually what tends to happen. That's, that's pretty crazy. I don't know. That's is really fascinating for sure. Um, but I think that you do eventually forget, but I think we eventually forget a lot of things. Um, and of course that's where like past life regressions can come in because you might be able to draw back on that and how, how cool would it be, um, to see if, if that anything that you, that could be recalled even by others, might be something that you would be able to tap back into. Um, I, I think a lot of people would be really scared. It's kind of scary to think about doing that because, you know, what if you experience your death from a last life again? That wouldn't be very fun. Um, or, or, you know, what if you learned something about yourself or about somebody else um, that, you, that you didn't really want to know? I don't know. It's kind of freaky, right? So, Dean, this was your idea. Have you ever had a past life regression before? If you're still listening, I'm going to take a sip of my uh, monkey shoulder whiskey here. It's a blended malt scotch whiskey um, from Speyside. So it's a marriage of some Speyside um, single malts. Let's see. Dean says, I watched a show about a six-year-old boy who believes he was on the Titanic. He knew all the decks and rooms of the ship with accuracy and detail. I actually think I saw that one. I saw that or I saw one that was really similar. Um, yeah, that I like, how does that happen? Right? Like, um, like, I, how, how would you explain that? And I don't know. I don't, I'm sure that scientists have a reason or a way for explaining that away. Skeptics, of course, um, but in my mind, I, I don't see how you could really uh, explain that away. Um, here's another kind of twist on this is, um, is I, I was reading something the other day and I feel, I feel like I might've brought this up in last week's episode because a lot of this stuff really overlaps for me, 
But it was an article about the fact that stones, you know, like stones that we wear and we carry for the energy that they um, support us with, that they actually, they, the energy in them is not unlike the energy that we are. And, and it was suggesting basically that people could, that we, that souls could be reincarnated as like stones or, um, you know, all different things. And it was really a fascinating idea. And I started thinking about, you know, I think we have mentioned this before. Um, so, you know, chime in if I'm, if I repeat myself too much, but, um, I know most people don't listen to more than one of my episodes anyway. So, but like this idea of people who recall living on planets where everything is underwater or they live on planets where they are trees. What if, what if it's not really another planet? Maybe it's just earth. And, you know, uh, we do know that like dolphins and whales, these really, um, ancient sea creatures are incredibly smart and incredibly gifted and incredibly aware. Um, and that's basically how people describe describe it when you've actually existed in this ocean planet but what if it's not maybe it all is here on earth and sometimes you're you come back as a whale um today i was at the, i watched this little girl in the afternoons a few days a week and um she um she's she's an awesome kid she just looks at the world in the coolest ways and she uh she, they have some ants, they have some ant, like sugar ants and they're, that they're dealing with in their house. And she just loves to sit and watch them, um, and watch what they do. Sometimes she kills them, but she's just so fascinated with them. So to try to just kind of pull her away from, you know, laying on the floor with the ants in the kitchen, I, um, I started watching like videos with her of ant colonies and things. And she was really fascinated, but there was this one that we watched that was a time lapse just showing how ants, of course, uh, build tunnels in the sand. And there was like the part with the sand. And then there was like another part off to the side, um, where they would come in and go or where they would take the sand out right from the tunnels and pile it up. And at one point, a whole bunch of ants piled into kind of the, we'll call it the atrium area. And they were all lined up like, like, like military troops and there was another time when they because in the time lapse you could really tell what they were doing where they actually like were in a circle as if they were standing around talking to each other it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen and in that moment I'm like what if what if we could be reincarnated as ants like ants are really smart right like ants bees all these kind of social insects and things like that insects is what this little girl and I have been talking about all week um so, you know, what do you guys think about the idea that, that we might have lives as other beings, as other creatures in other forms, other than just, just, you know, like human bodies, um, or even just some sort of alien body, but that we might come back, um, you know, doing that. So let's see, Dean says he has had no regressions, um, but yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I think I have a serious delay in my comments tonight, you guys. So I apologize if I'm responding really lightly to what you're, what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, what, tell me, what do you think about that? What do you think is, um, you know, do we, do we come back all the time as humans or is there a lesson to be learned? Or maybe, maybe being a cat with nine lives who lies around a house and licks itself all day. Maybe that is a break from a human existence, right? Um, how about elephants? Elephants are remarkable creatures, very emotional creatures. I just saw a video yesterday um, where a, a person was being um, taken, like being washed away in a river and an elephant jumped in the water and basically saved this human being, like just a wild elephant was just the craziest thing so there's definitely this level of awareness that exists in certain creatures um and you know and you know one of the things we've talked about here on the on the live cast is um there's this you know belief system around the fact that we incarnate as humans because humans have the most vast emotional range 
And there's, and it's just the challenge of kind of wading through that and making sense of all of it. And, um, and, you know, so maybe it is, maybe it is a break just to be an elephant (laughs) or to, to be an ant that sole purpose really is to create tunnels and take care of the queen or, um, I don't know. What do you guys think about this? I'd love to hear, um, your thoughts on it. Um, but I think, I definitely think that past lives are a thing. Um, I think that, um, again, we, we meet up with each other. I, I, I don't know how many of you guys have heard of the Akashic records, um, which is basically, it's like a, a library of sorts of everything that has ever happened past, present and future. It's a place that you can go, um, you know, in meditation, um, astrally, you can go there and, um, I've done meditations in this, so you can use it. Like everyone has kind of their own, own perspective on the Akashic records. I mean, like you go and you'll, you'll see it. Like when I go there, I've, I've done it in a meditation a couple of times. Um, we head up, like, um, I go there in an elevator and it's like a, it's a glass elevator, which is really funny because I'm kind of terrified of, of heights and glass elevators. But it's when I get up there, I actually get out and it's like, um, it's like a medieval castle. It's really crazy. It's a medieval castle. And, um, I basically walk over this moat and there's this huge door that I see and I knock on it. And then inside are these like beings, these, they, they are white. They're like light as, 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 for the most part, they're just like light. They're white. They're really, really tall. Um, they look really similarly to, um, the creatures that Obi-Wan goes out to that, that, um, ocean planet. Um, I can't think of what it's called right now. Um, when he's trying to find out about, um, when he learns about the, the, the clones that are being made. Um, if anyone remembers, they kind of resemble that. And, um, and they're just, there's, they kind of glide, they glide and, and you go into this place, you know, where in your mind, essentially in this meditative state, and you can ask to see your records and you can be really specific and ask, you know, show me who this, this person, show me the connection I have with this particular soul or with this soul. Um, and, um, it was really interesting um, I, when I went, you know, you only, I was meditating one time, um, I was able to actually see, um, m- m- my husband at the time and, um, and kind of saw where he's been before, which was really fascinating and really informative and, um, and very emotional too. And then another time I was really curious about someone who's been in my life before, that I was very drawn to, um, someone I knew in college, really drawn to, um, and have always really struggled with, with it, like didn't understand why, like being around this person felt the way that it did. Um, and, and so I, I, I asked to see those records. And so it was really, really fascinating. And as, as I'm seeing this, it's almost like, oh, yes, I remember now, um, really crazy things. So, those things exist out there. If you, if you believe in it, I guess, you know, if you, um, want to give any attention to that or even just explore it. Like the thing for me is I, I had never done that until I did it. It was actually in my Reiki class, um, the first time. And I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. And I was really just blown away by what I experienced. And I never even could have imagined what it really was. Um, I didn't have any kind of pre any forethought about what that would have looked like, how it would have would have occurred. And to be honest, I didn't even know who I was going to ask about when I was there. It just kind of came from me. Um, And so to me, that was really affirming, really kind of supported this idea that it could be it could be something um, real. Camino. That's right. That's right, Sean. Thank you. You know who I'm talking about. That's what they look like, those um, aliens that are on that. Let's see um, what Dean has to say. What is your take about star seeds incarnating now from different star systems to uplift humanity and raise the frequency of the planet? 
so we can ascend into 5D. I think we are starseeds, experience different lights for soul growth, whether it be in a meat suit. Um, absolutely. Well, here's the thing. I think that we're, we're all starseeds. I think everyone is. I think we all come, we actually all come, this is just what I believe, we all come very specifically from the same source um, at some point. Um, and we are all star seeds. But what I think is that people who are incarnating now, and I'll tell you that as a, as a person who's taught young children for almost, you know, did for, for 30 years, almost 30 years, um, 25, 28, something like that. I, um, I've started, I started seeing these kids, um, like show up and I start, I had experiences with them. Um, I see them now. It's actually been a huge, um, catalyst for me in my work as a coach, you know, being a parent coach and now being as an, being an, an integrative healing coach is to, um, is recognizing that these people exist and that they have been here for a while. And some of us are just starting to, um, to come out of it. Now, I think it's interesting because in some ways I think it's almost like, um, um, oh, I'm blanking you guys. What's it called when like, when the government trains these people and then they, they have like a cue, like something where they remember what their purpose was, who can, who answer this for me, you guys, I'm totally blanking on it. Um, but like, uh, and so I think that for a lot of the souls, it's all about timing. And I think this period in time has always been where it was supposed to happen. And I think that, um, there's a lot of young people coming up and it's really important that we meet them and we listen to them. And, um, because they, they are more star seeds in the essence that they most recently went back to that place and recharged essentially for the sake of a 5d ascension here on earth of, of humanity in general. Um, and, and for all sorts of reasons. So, um, yeah, I think, I think everyone's star seeds, but I think some of us have been separate from that a lot longer than others. Um, and, and I, I think that's a lot of why we see, um, you know, these different, you talk about indigo children or even autism and things like that. These are star seed kind of souls that have come here and some of them may have not had the time that they needed and have a really hard time grounding um, in their bodies here, which is a lot of what that is. Um, but yes, I 100% believe that, that we are in the space of um, a spiritual awakening. It's really funny because the religious types want to suggest that it has something to do with religion and Armageddon and the second coming. And that, that's not what it is. That's just them trying to scare the shit out of everybody because that's what they do. Um, it's actually an amazing and beautiful thing. Um, and we're all meant to support each other in it. So sleeper cells. Thank you, Sean. I think that, um, Sean, you're like my trivia guy. You're like, that's awesome. Um, but I think, I think that we have like sleeper cells of different groups of people who kind of come to this awareness, um, at different times. And I feel really called to help people, to help people kind of, um, to own that and to kind of bring that out and, you know, to heal from the human things. Cause that's, that's what our human experience is about is to be able to move through the trauma and do the healing work so that we really fulfill that potential, that ascension potential that we have. I really believe that. So, um, and we all have it in us to do so. Um, uh, and you know, it's interesting even thinking about like when you have, the musicians, like really famous musicians, really creative types that die really early. I think that there's purpose in them leaving this time so that they can come back again. Um, I also think, you know, even with COVID and, and this is not a popular opinion, but I believe that just in general, when we die, we essentially are, that's a soul contract. We knew when we, what we were doing, we knew when that was going to happen. Um, and, and, like I said, it's not a really popular opinion, but if you can really wrap your head around that, um, then it, it kind of makes dealing with death a little bit easier. Not to say that I wouldn't be horribly devastated in particular to lose, you know, members of my, of my family and stuff, but I don't have a fear around it in the same way someone who, who doesn't 
doesn't really know what to think or can't trust any of it, right? Um, just kind of, it's just fascinating. Does that answer your question, Dean? I definitely think, um, you know, you talk about being on Pleiades as a healer. There's plenty of us. I think I'm a healer. Well, I am. And my sister is one too. And many of us are here trying to do that work, um, supporting um, this transition from um, from 3D through 4D. Most of us are in a 4D area right now where we no longer accept kind of the more, um, well, basically the religious version of things. And we're realizing that there's something bigger. Um, 5D is essentially when we just own that, where we can live in the moment. We recognize who we are as light beings and the purpose that we serve with one another and in and of ourselves and of the divine source that we all come from. Um, and so I'm talking about, you know, past lives and, and why are we doing this? Um, I've, I've mentioned before that we're, that we all have shadow work and I saw this, I might've been, I can't remember if it was Lord's Canon or not, but, uh, there was a meme about, you know, why do we, why do we look at shadows? Our shadows are not a bad version of us they're they're the part of us that needs to be healed and they're actually the part of us that we keep coming back to try to get to and it re- requires a lot of digging deep and a lot of pain and a lot of struggle um, and I think until we really start to connect with that which um, it was sparked at the moment of our separation from from the divine source um, so we, we are going to experience lives until we are able to acknowledge that part of ourselves and actually use it to benefit us. Um, and that is it, essentially what ascension is, right? Um, so we're going to keep coming, coming back. And like I said, I think that maybe if we're, we get to be whales or elephants or cats or even dogs, that would be a pretty great life too. Um, that maybe that's just us taking a break from being humans um, being humans and having to exist in this full like emotional range that can be really really trying um, all the time so Dean says yes but I have no idea what you... oh, oh oh I asked you if I answered your question that's why you're saying yes all right that's awesome um, but yeah I think I think past lives I think regression can be really important to do um, I also think that one has to be emotionally ready. I don't think, I think that it has to be just about experiencing it. If you're, I think if you're in a place when you're going in to answer questions about trauma or why things are hard, I'm not convinced that those are the right reasons to do past life regression. I think I think that past life regression, which should be one of the later things that you do once you've kind of come to terms with a lot of the other stuff, um, as I said, just for affirmation or to gather information that won't be alarming, but that will support you um, in the remainder of this life and possibly in the next or, you know, in other dimensions, as as some people um, will be believing that we are kind of experiencing all these things at one time. Um I wanted to touch on the idea of like soul fragments and um, attachments and things and why why sometimes we might experiencing experience things also is because when we I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this but um um like when you experience trauma or whatnot um there's this you know this idea that you leave a piece of your soul in that moment. And that's, that's kind of, literally, it's not just a memory. It's not something that's there. It's like, you know, when, when doing inner child work is about going back sometimes and gathering up fragments of your soul that were, were left in times of trauma. Um, and you can share those things with other people as well. And sometimes I think, you know, is that why when we see someone, um, and we really connect with them that we've had an exchange of that of some sort, um, or whatever, um, and that might feel like a past life or it might feel like another dimension. And maybe it is. Maybe maybe our, we have fragments of our souls existing in other places at the same time. Lots of people believe that. Um, I want to see. 
I mean, I don't know that I would view being another species as a break. Maybe they view being human as a break because they see us as having the easy life. Maybe. I don't know. But I think the thing is, when you don't have any emotions, do you know it's easy and hard or do you just do? Right? So I don't know. That's, I mean, I I don't know. (laughs) Right? I don't know. But I feel like, you know, most, most animals, like, they just exist. They don't have, you know, our feelings it's our feelings that get in the way of our progress. Um, it can also catalyze our progress, right? If we're um, working well with it, but also um, uh, is, you know, that's where fear comes from um, and fear gets in the way of everything and, and um, emotions, um, the ego uses our emotions against us. So I don't know. That's an interesting thought though, right? I mean, and the thing is, who knows? We don't know. That's what's so fun about talking about stuff like, who knows? And I mean, it never occurred to me until today to consider the fact that maybe I could be an ant and just live in a colony building tunnels for my life and taking care of the queen, uh, the queen ant. I don't know. Or maybe I could be the queen ant. Who knows? But that doesn't really sound like a lovely existence either. Um, so, so anyway, I think that's a a really interesting, interesting thought. Um, so anyway, Sean and Dean, thanks for participating in my conversation tonight. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I wanted to go back and say, you guys that, um, and ask, you know, let me know if you have any other questions or insights or whatever. I mentioned this at the very start that I'm probably going to take a break next Wednesday and um and then basically start another season and i want to kind of focus in on um something i'm kind of thinking of calling everyday weirdos and bringing people on to um to kind of sh- share the live cast with me so um so like Sean you did that once with me where we did holiday you know cocktails and that was really fun um and it's fun to talk to people and so I want to bring people on. I want to get to know, you know, your stories. You can ask me questions. We can just chat about whatever, you know, whatever you think makes you weird and, and how, um, you know, what brought you to the show. We can taste whiskey together. We can um, actually not taste whiskey. We can do any of that. So let me know if you're listening in later, if you think that um, this that's something you would like to do. I definitely have a few people in mind that I may have already even talked to about doing that. Um, so I'd like to do that. Maybe just a quick eight, eight-week um, session that would bring us, an eight-week season would bring us to the end of June. Um, and come July, I'm not really sure where I'm, I'm going to be moving into July. So um, we'll probably have to take a little break during the summertime too. Um, but yeah, I want to do that. I also thought it could be kind of fun, depending on if I fill all those to do like fun trivia, like do a trivia night, um, and gather some like questions from all the different episodes and see, you know, um, I just be really fun with people who are my regular listeners, live listeners to kind of play this and, um, maybe have a prize of a bottle of whiskey for whoever wins that. So I don't know how people feel about that, but I think it could be kind of fun. Um, but yeah, um, that's my plan moving forward. So don't, I, I don't, I don't plan to, I plan to take next week off. So don't, don't look for me. Um, I mean, well, you can look for me, but you won't find me not here anyway. Um, and then we'll kick it off the following week. Um, hopefully I can find somebody who wants to join me. Um, it's really easy to do. And, um, like I said, just let me know. Um, and I'd love to have you on. It's fun to talk to somebody rather than just talking at this um, camera. I'm thinking that I need to um, put a picture of somebody maybe behind it. Um, maybe like Jamie Fraser from Outlander or something. Um, I don't know. Zach Efron. Ooh, there we go. Dean, you're going to have to tell me who's, who the, the, the signs of some of these people. I can probably look it up myself, but I'm going to have a list of names when you come on of people I want you to tell me what their signs are. And is this, is that just their sun sign or is it their star sign, their moon sign? Is it all of the above? Um, yeah. And Sean says, Sean was on with me. He said, it's really easy to get on here. It's so easy. I just send you a little invite link and basically you click it. So anyway, um, you guys, thanks for being here. 
thanks for watching the replay and or listening later. I appreciate all of you. Um, I'd really love to know what you think and um, and also if you have your own ideas about cool topics. Um, because I, you know, I don't, I don't think we'll ever talk, run out of, of, of weird things to talk about, right? Um, and we can even get really specific into some of the weird things that happen just every day in the news, because there's a whole lot of weird in the world, right? So anyway, you guys, I'm going to sign off, I think, unless anyone has a question. Dean says, sun signs mostly. Um, I will definitely, I will definitely enjoy the week off. And I'll keep up my weirdness. That will never go away. Whether people like it or not. It's always here. You guys too. Stay weird for real. Um, yeah. I think guest weirdos will be really fun, right? And just like everyday weirdos, right? Because I think we all need to be celebrated. And we need to celebrate each other. So, um, Dean and Sean, thanks for showing up. I appreciate it. And um, I will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Until then, stay healthy. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Love ya. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Whiskey and Weird. My name's Lauren Liker, and I'm learning about whiskey. And I'm embracing all the weird in the world, including me and you. I hope you'll join me.